Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Hello, everyone. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, creator of No House Newsletters, author of these six books. But most importantly, today, I am the host of Dream Business Radio, which is now in its 10th year. And this is episode 539. And I have an amazing guest. Alicia Kramer is my guest. Alicia, how are you doing today? I am good. I'm excited to be here with you again, Jim. I'm so excited. I'm not even going to do my my normal commercial because, folks, (laughs) seriously, Alicia Kramer is one of the preeminent business mindset experts. And I want to make sure that I can pack as much into this show as possible. Um, In addition to being a renowned mindset expert, Alicia is an author uh, twice, I think. And I'm going to be talking about her brand new book twice or three times, Alicia. Three times. Three times. My apologies. A three time offer. Three-time author. We're having trouble streaming. Well, I'm just going to have to keep going. (laughs) Boy, don't you love those messages when they pop up? Hopefully somebody's seeing us. I think they are. Anyway, she's a three-time author, and um, she helps everybody from um, entrepreneurs, private clients for well over a decade now, from startups to owners of multi-million dollar companies. And she has an an intimate understanding of the mindset pitfalls that affect entrepreneurs and how to fix them. So once again, Alicia, welcome to Dream Business Radio. Let's get into it, Jim. I'm excited. Good. Yeah. My old train today on money mindset. I, I saw you that you saw that and I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I know that I know that like no matter how smart you are, no matter how ambitious you are, no matter how determined you are, or even deserving you are of success. If your business mindset is not right, it will affect your growth and the kind of success that you can achieve. You agree? Absolutely. Um, what I found is, and it, it sort of surprised me, honestly, uh, early on in my business, mm-hmm. I was working with a couple of clients that were far more successful than me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, at that point in my business, it wasn't hard, but um, I was actually surprised how many money mindset issues were coming up from these individuals who seem to have it all together. Mm. And now having done this for well over a decade, working with clients at all different stages in life and in business, what I found is that it does not matter what level you're at in terms of your status or financial success. We all have so much crappy conditioning around money that it Mm. continues to come up over and over and over and over again. Sometimes it shows up a little differently. Somebody is uh, kind of new to their inner work, it's kind of a little bit of a purge fest uh, to get through some of those different uh, beliefs that are so deeply rooted in the subconscious mind. But as you and I both know, 
as seasoned business owners, the stuff keeps coming up and mm -hmm. you just have to keep working through it. Every time you up level, you're going to encounter a bunch of stuff that in some cases you thought you were over, but it's, it's kind of part of the game, part of the game of business and part of the game of life. You know, what's interesting is, I mean, I had some really bad mindset about money, mostly with credit card debt, but also with um, spending, which is not a good word, but investing money that I didn't have. Um, and I was, I, but I didn't recognize at the time that I had a bad money mindset. It wasn't until I, I was working with some mentors and a couple of them just brought that out. They saw it in me. So, so do most people know they're bad with money or is that like a outward is that, are there other signs that you look for where that's a clue? Do you know what I mean? Some people, they're, they're very aware. Mm -hmm. In fact, they have such a practice story that it just comes out. They, okay. they can't even see themselves any other way. Whereas some people have actually achieved some, some level of success in business and maybe they've generated, you know, multi six figures, multi seven figures in their business. And so they think they're on the other side of it, but you can hear a person's limiting belief loud and clear when you know what to listen for. Right. It's those, those little things that they're so used to, they don't even realize they're doing it. And it mm -hmm. takes sometimes that outside perspective to say, hey, wait a second, I can feel the offness. That belief is not serving you. And that's when we have to really get in there and do some self-honest cleanup work. Cleanup work. That's <laughs> Yeah, I want to ask you about that later because you can't layer in some good stuff till you clean out the bad mm -hmm. stuff. Um, you know, so I was working with this, um, just to stay on the money part, I was working with this mentor once and I was just bemoaning the fact that I could not in the early days of my business, I could not get a, a normal bank to give me a loan. I mean, I had no building, I had no employees. I had no, it was just me and my old Dell computer. Right. And I couldn't get a loan. I said, well, why do you need one so bad? Cause I want to just pay off the credit card debt. I so much wanted to put all the credit cards in one thing and just term it out. It says, well, so if you could go to Bank of America or Citibank or, you know, all the other banks that I had and they would give you a loan, would that be good? I said, well, Jim, they've already done that. It was almost like a, you know, they've done that. It just happens to be based on a credit card, but it's a loan you pay off over time. So get on with building your business. And it was like one of those, oh my God, that's true. You know what I mean? And it was because I said that and somebody heard it. Um, so your book, your brand new book, which is uh, Energetic Alignment, The Power to Create a Life of Confidence, Success, and Purpose, has hit number one in a couple different, in one or two different categories, mm -hmm. Alicia. Yeah. Very cool. Um, it's, a, it's a wonderful mindset book, which I've always said, I think, decide. My book is one of the great mindset, but this is really <laughs> rhyming because, you know, it really goes deep on so many things. I'm just kidding, obviously. It goes deep on so many levels. Um, I have a couple uh, paper clips here, a couple quotes that I liked and I highlight successful and effective reprogramming only happens after you remove the negative associations first, which is what we we're just talking about. So I, I'd like you to talk a little bit about that because, you know, I think everybody's familiar with like positive affirmations and moving forward and layering on good stuff. But until you get rid of the the stuff at the, the, what I used to call the credit at the bottom of the pot, it's not going to, the coffee's not going to taste any better, right? We've all heard the advice, which is 
to be fair, good advice, right? You want to put all that positive stuff in, Mm -hmm. but I would be willing to bet that the majority of people listening to this have had the experience where they've put all sorts of good stuff in. They've read incredible books, uh, the classics like Think and Grow Rich, and, and they've listened to all the gurus and they've done all the stuff and still certain things just will not budge. They just cannot seem to break through in certain areas of their life in their business. And I like to use an analogy, a metaphor, if you will. So it's like you want to plant a beautiful, thriving garden. Pick it, right? You want a vegetable garden, you want a flower garden, whatever it is, your heart is set on this beautiful garden. Well, if your soil is full of rocks and weeds and all types of insects, negative (laughs) things, right? I won't use the the not so PC language that I was going to. (laughs) If you got all that negative stuff in there, you can plant all of these beautiful, wonderful plants in there. You've got seeds all over, just full of potential. But those seeds cannot thrive in that environment. And our minds, what we've got to recognize is that in many cases, you've got a lot of good programming started. The problem is you have incongruencies in your subconscious mind. So you might really honestly believe that money is abundant and that you can thrive financially in your business and that your product and service really truly is valuable and helps people. But if you have contradictory beliefs also, like no matter what I I do, nothing works. Um, if you believe that whenever you have a success, it's followed by a dry patch. I mean, there's all sorts of different things that people have in their subconscious mind. Sometimes it is fear of putting themselves out there and they won't even take the actions that they need to take to get Mm -hmm. the momentum in their business. There are so many different ways that, that we're programmed to work against ourselves, And we have to clean that stuff up because it causes a waiver, a waiver in our faith, a waiver in our belief about ourselves. It causes us to take one step forward and then one step back and retreat out of fear Uh, And we see the negative side effects of that in our life, in our business, financially, with our self-confidence, our self-esteem. We've got to do the cleanup work. So I'm writing a ton of things as you talk, because I want to keep, I'm I'm interested. So the first thing I was the environment and the environment in in a lot of cases is what's going on in here, right? I mean, that's that's what you mean? Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And then you said people waver because of fear, uh, doubt, and things like that. When that happens, um, is that is that typically what prevents people from what I call making big bets? Like you can't expect big results from small, safe bets where it's not going to hurt if it doesn't go wrong. What is uh, fear seems to me to be like the ten thousand foot view, like because there's a lot of different fears. But what's the driving force that prevents people from? playing a bigger game and and achieving more success. They're also interrelated. What it really boils down to, if we were going to just make it as simple as possible, when we believe in ourselves with absolute 100%, you know, unwavering, unshakable faith, 
we are going to keep taking the actions we need to take to get the desired outcome. We know it's going to happen. We know we're going to get there. And so when we bump up against obstacles, we don't allow that to stop us. But now when we experience a fear or a self-doubt or some type of limiting belief, it'll stop us sometimes dead in our tracks and cause us to retreat, to, to backtrack, to not take those steps, to start to second guess ourselves, to question. And, and all of those things are slowing really incredible, well-meaning, talented business owners down from what they can be achieving in their life and in their business. So I know you've been working with a lot of people over 10 years. And um, interestingly enough, when years ago, when I, I went to a, a hypnotist for some same type of issues, but you work remotely. I mean, I guess when I went, I didn't even know if Zoom, Zoom didn't exist. So I don't know if Skype was even, I don't even know if they had telephones back then, but no, but you actually work with people all over the country, perhaps internationally, and you're able to help them often through hypnosis to move through these challenges, correct? Yes. So uh, well, it's been uh, 13 years now uh, mm -hmm. since I opened my brick and mortar hypnotherapy practice. Okay. And back then I had a chair or a couch, depending mm -hmm. on people's preferences. If they wanted to sit in the recliner, they could do that. If they wanted to lay down, they could lay down and we would be in that more intimate in-person environment. It's a little bit more of a controlled environment. Sure. But when I started to um, branch out and my mindset shifted and I wanted to go bigger, I went international. And back then I would actually do um, sessions with clients over Skype. That was back before Zoom. Um, and what I found was that they were just as effective. And wow. at one point I decided that I wanted even more freedom and flexibility. And so I started to dabble with doing sessions over the phone. And now I give my clients that option. Mm. They can do an anonymous session or a convenience session where we're just doing it over the phone or we can get on Zoom and we can actually see one another. Oh, that's so, interesting. I'm just curious. I'm sorry to interrupt. How yeah, many, right. is there, how, so um, that's fascinating. I didn't know that. So how many people might choose the phone because they want to remain anonymous? And how many people say, no, I'm good. I know you can help me. Let's just do the Zoom. Um, I would say maybe it's about 60% of people want to do it on Zoom. They okay. like to feel that engagement. Whereas the clients that work with me over the phone, I think a lot of times it is partially convenience. Mm -hmm. You know, they can just pick up the phone. It doesn't matter what their environment looks like. Right. And I do have some clients who they're, they're a little bit more introverted, maybe a little bit more um, comfortable having that element, that extra element of anonymity. Obviously, I know more intimate details about them probably than their own spouse does. Right. Um, but it creates a safe place for them. Mm. And that's one of the things that I've always valued, whether I'm doing one-on-one -on -one sessions or like with my inner game Academy, which, um, you know, is kind of a, a unique program. And even some of my group programs that I've done over the years, what I try to build into everything is providing people a safe, comfortable environment so they can still get the customized 
service and support, but in a way that feels comfortable for them. Because I found that regardless of where someone is, but certainly with respect to status, the higher somebody's status is, if they've got a lot of things that they're feeling really ashamed about or insecure about, they need that extra sense of anonymity for their mm-hmm. own willingness to open up and get the help. And so I build that into you know, everything that I do as much as I possibly can. Oh, Phil, <laughs> Phil would say you don't want to see me on Zoom. Phil, I don't know. You're going to have to book about 20 sessions, my friend, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, so Alicia, I know you work with a lot of people, business owners and executives, and there's probably a wide range of we'll just call them issues or challenges, I guess. Is it fair for me to ask you if there's like the top one, two or three that exists? And the reason I'm asking that is when I went and I, I, I was, you know, I think everybody sometimes has a little embarrassment, like where I should be over this by now, for heaven's sakes, I'm, you know, whatever, 40 years old or something. And all the time, I almost felt better. So I'm, I'm asking for the people who are watching and maybe want to work with you or, or just look into this or read the book. Are there some very common, like what are the top one, two or three things that you help people with? Absolutely. And before I answer that question, I just want to say one thing. This is kind of like a personal mission of mine through my podcast, The Mind of Business Success, through pretty much everything that I put out there is let's start to normalize our humanness. Mm. It does not matter how how successful you are or are not it does not matter what your background is your history is we're all all doing our inner work always always and forever it's an ongoing process of up leveling ourselves becoming a better version of ourselves dropping the old crap that's been programmed into us from society and and well-meaning, but sometimes fear-based parents and and all of the ways that we get conditioned. Um, And then to answer your question, I will say that everyone has fears and self-doubts. Okay. Everyone. Um, In fact, just like we talked about before, those are oftentimes the things that will stop someone dead in their track. They know what they want. They know, they have clarity. I want to get to this level in my business. I want to get to this level financially. I want to get out there and I want to do a TED talk. I want to do this. I want to do that. And the fear and the self-doubt will stop them from moving forward on those things. The other piece is kind of related to that. And that's the confidence piece. So a lot of people will self-proclaim, I am not a confident person or I'm not confident enough to do X, Y, Z, whether it is being interviewed on podcasts or it is speaking in front of a group or it is picking up the phone and making that sales call. Confidence is definitely a super common tripping point for people. And then the other one is the money mindset piece, which we've been talking Mm, about. Interesting. It's huge. And it's especially, I mean, it's common for everybody, but obviously, you know, you and I both work with business owners and you and I both see it all the time. Yes. Um, do most of your cl- Does most of your client work include hypnosis or is some of it just, you know, uh, coaching with them? A lot of the work that I do seems like coaching or mentoring because okay. it's 
more awake, you could say. Mm -hmm. But even when there is what appears to be coaching, because I'm trained in hypnotherapy, conversational um, hypnotherapy, NLP, and a variety of other different processes that help with releasing stuck emotions and creating that. Remember, we talked a little bit about you've got to release the negative emotional charge. You've got to release the negative association in order to change a belief or a pattern. Mm -hmm. Um, So sometimes it seems as though we're just doing coaching when in fact, we're actually using a variety of different language-based processes and metaphors and, and different techniques that are consistently creating shifts within the mind. And of course, then I do do some of the more conventional hypnosis, but a lot of times I will ease people into that um, with some different visualization and releasing processes. So it feels very, very natural, very organic, incredibly safe, very empowering, and definitely helps to recharge people's mental and emotional state. You know, uh, for so long in this country, dealing with emotional issues and, you know, things of the brain is sort of for a while not talked about. Maybe there's shame involved, things like that. I will t- I'll, I'll be the first one to admit back then when I when I I was doing OK in business, but not what I wanted to do. And so I, I, I sought out some help. But I there was a little bit of shame. Luckily, I wanted to I wanted to overcome that more than I felt the shame. But I'm I'm certain that that probably holds a lot of people back. Like they recognize I've got this little issue. And so I'm going to put myself in. I'm untrained, but I'm going to answer like you might. But then you'll correct me. It's like um, if I just maybe do some more paid marketing, more ads will come and I won't have to go out and give that speech or I won't get on and do like they try and compensate with other things or overcompensate instead of addressing the core issue. Is is that a. (laughs) You summed it up. We're always doing that. Uh, It's sort of the the workaround. You look at at childhood. That's just kind of the go to method, right? When you want to get out of something, you get really clever at finding a workaround. But at some point, when you finally have to admit to yourself that that's not working, now it's about having that real heart to heart with yourself. Shame is a huge one. And I think that probably is the biggest reason why people don't get the help is they're, they're ashamed of whatever their thing is. And it's so interesting because another person with the same exact challenge who doesn't have those associations with that problem, they're not ashamed of it. For them, they can talk about it openly. It's a non-issue. It's not a big deal. But when you have that feeling of shame about your problem, it feels so vulnerable to let anyone know that you're struggling in that area, that you will do anything and everything to avoid it. And intuitively, we know that it's never going to change until we resolve that issue. And that's why I, I sincerely wish to just spread the message of it's normal to have these things. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just bad programming and we can change it. In fact, the programming that I think is more harmful is not the programming you might have about money or fears. It's the programming that there's something wrong with you, right? That's probably worse because that's preventing you from fixing the 
probably pretty easy, easy to fix stuff. Some people have this belief that they're fundamentally flawed. And sometimes that's a little bit from, you know, just the way that our, our parents addressed our shortcomings. Uh, sometimes it's more of a almost kind of a, like a religious um, misunderstanding. Um, and it's unfortunate because when you believe that there is something wrong with you, mm. there's a hopelessness, a helplessness. It, it, it doesn't ever sit right in your being because there's a part of you that knows that it has, there has to be a better way. There has to, life is supposed to be better than this. And right. so that's part of that inner conflict again, because that damn limiting belief has got you hooked into that really stuck place within yourself. Okay, Alicia, I'm the host, so I'm going to have to ask this question, which is probably not a fair question, but somebody in my audience is pressuring me to ask it. So let's say you've got some self-doubt or fear or a money issue, and I think those are three big things. But if somebody reached out to you, um, is there an average? Is it like one visit, 25 visits, three visits? Like, Just give a ballpark of what somebody might expect if you could, if you can. Sure. Um, so it is partially dependent upon the the challenge slash goal. Okay. I've had people over the years who uh, say they, they had a, a TED talk coming up and they had some nerves. Um, it may only be three sessions. Mm -hmm. Just let's clean it up. Let's get you in a state of alignment with who you want to be on that stage and how you want to, you know, radiate your, your positive vibes. Um, and bam, that's it. That's, that was their main objective. They're not working on the deeper stuff. They're not working on, you know, deep self-worth issues or, you know, wacky old programming. Um, it can be pretty simple, pretty clean, pretty straightforward. Now, a lot of people that come to me are working on a lot of stuff. So it might be initially I need to improve my self-confidence, but then what ends up coming out is all of these different fears and doubts and insecurities. And we're just bam, 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 cleaning it up, working through it. They mm. just sort of keep getting better and better, better and better and up leveling. And for that type of client, typically people will work with me at least three months. And it's not that it takes three months to get a shift. It's because they're getting so much value out of the work that we're doing together. Now, I will say that a lot of my clients stay with me for years. Mm -hmm. And I always joke, it's not because it takes that long to get results because they would have left a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Right. Nobody sticks around for a couple of years hoping to get a result. <laughs> <laughs> that would be bad. Yeah. But uh, it's because this is a constant up leveling. And for a lot of my clients, they're go-getters, they're high achievers. They've got big goals, big dreams. And so it is always working through the different levels and layers of stuff that they're becoming aware of as they continue to up level and grow. Um, you know, it occurs to me, once somebody starts achieving some success, it almost becomes addictive. You want to have more. And from my work with uh, some mentors, and I'm, I'm assuming this is what you're describing, 
when they when you can help them overcome some certain challenge or whatever, they feel empowered, right? And it's like, man, I just did this. Let's do some more, right? And that's probably why they're staying, right? It's not taking a year to fix them. They like they feel empowered because it's like it's almost like putting on the Superman outfit, right? Well, we are designed for expansion. None of us are sitting around like you look at look at all the way back to when you were just little bitty, right? Toddler, mm-hmm. little kid, teenager, you're always reaching. You're always reaching for more. You want more experiences. You want more goodness. You want more money. You want more joy. You want you want to go on those vacations. You want to do all this stuff. All through our life, we're reaching for new. We're reaching for expansion. We're reaching for more. We're wanting to be a better version of ourselves. It's not natural to just be complacent. It's not natural to be like, okay, well, I achieved my goal. Let me just go sit in my rocking chair until I die, right? <laughs> We're especially business owners. And so part of it is, is just the freedom that comes from knowing that, yeah, maybe this is a little bit of a stretch to get to that next level goal, but I can do it. I got to do the work, but I can get there. I'm so bummed our time is almost up because that's what happens when we have great guests. It's, man, it goes by quickly. I want to I want to get two more things in. I know you, earlier you mentioned the Intergame Academy. I want to ask you about that. But I want people to know that within this book, Energetic Alignment, you created something called the Align Process. Align stands for awareness, learn, identify, gain momentum. And the last one, nexus point. I love that word. And you write... Uh, one of the things about Nexus Point, you can't expect yourself to be able to reach any sort of alignment in your life if you're mired in negative vibrational state, which I think we sort of talked about that early. You've got to fix that negativity before the positive takes over, correct? So without going too deep down the rabbit hole, so we live in this law-based universe, we all understand the law of gravity. It is what it is, whether you like it or not. doesn't matter if you don't know what the law of gravity is. You could be a toddler. Nobody's explained to you the law of gravity. But you know what? You, you climb too close to the edge of the staircase, you're going to go down. Right. In this law-based universe, when we are in that negative state, not only do we feel it, as negative emotions, which inhibits our ability to take action, which we talked about before, or it causes us to second guess ourselves or to doubt ourselves or whatever type of you know, negative consequences coming from that state. We also are not a vibrational match to something good. And that's why what so many people are trying to out action their misalignment. You mentioned before, maybe if I just run more ads, maybe if I just do this five times more than I was before, even though it hasn't gotten me a single result. (laughs) At least I won't be doing that, which I don't like, right? So we cannot expect ourselves to have a happy ending when we've been miserable throughout the entire journey. And yet that seems to be the common theme, how most people are living their life. And my goal is to get people to recognize that you can have the happy ending and the happy journey. And the only way that you're going to have the happy ending is having the happy journey, 
why wouldn't you want it all? And that means we've got to clean up the stuff that keeps tripping you up and causing that unhappiness. Wow. Um, so I know you do a lot of private work with people. I don't know how you do it. I mean, you got kids and everything. <laughs> but, but I know you also have something called the Inner Game Academy, which is where people can, is it fair to say it's like a self-study? Tell us a little bit about the Inner Game Academy. Yeah, so the Inner Game Academy is um, basically like a big-ass treasure trove of mindset reconditioning stuff. Mm. So we have hypnosis audios in there for pretty much anything and everything that really? a business owner bumps up against. So you want to be a speaker? You got fear of, of speaking in public? There's hypnosis for that. You want to do some cold calling? You got fears and apprehensions about that? There's hypnosis for it. There's hypnosis for confidence. There's hypnosis for money mindset. There's all kinds of stuff. And then we go into other different modalities as well. EFT videos for clearing away fears, doubts, insecurities, limiting beliefs, those things. Affirmation tracks using my proprietary affirmation process where not only are we giving you the positive affirmations, but there's actually uh, two sub layers of affirmations. One to be simul always building confidence and your belief in yourself, which is absolutely critical to achieving success. And the other is releasing your resistance and fear. Um, then of course, there's a lot of other types of mindset trainings. And the, the thing that I actually think is more, What's the word I'm looking for? More awesome. <laughs> so dramatically awesome. Not More awesome than all the awesomeness in there is that uh, I actually welcome members of the Academy to send in requests for content. Oh, cool. So remember I mentioned about giving people a safe, anonymous way to get customized support. So they get all of all of that access to all of the stuff that's already in there. But if their particular challenge isn't addressed, I create custom content for members of the Academy and there's no commitment. So I keep it um, as easy and safe and secure for people to come in, test it out, try it out, love it, stay as long as they want and benefit as long as is beneficial for them. I think the official description was a big ass treasure trove of awesomeness. I think that's what, <laughs> what you said earlier. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. It, the, you know, the thing I like about that is again, when people have some fears, insecurities, et cetera, it often prevents them from getting the help, even though they recognize it. So this is a place where they can go and self do it on self study, do it on their own. I, I had no idea. It's so, so can somebody like just get a, a, I'm sure it's probably an MP3 at this point. You're not mailing out CDs. So it's an MP3 and they're actually self-hypnotizing and, and you're working on their mm -hmm. stuff? Yep. So, wow. Uh, yeah. So what is amazing about hypnosis and where a lot of people get, get all sorts of confused about it is you don't need to be in the room with somebody dangling a watch in front of your face. Mm. Hypnosis is really just understanding that we can create this very natural state, which we enter in and out of every single day through language. It's a language-based modality, which means basically we're talking you into that really deep state of relaxation where you can surrender and allow your subconscious mind to 
get some positive reprogramming. And then we're using a variety of different techniques to help with releasing fears and doubts and insecurities and all of that stuff. And then we're putting all the good positive stuff in. So just like we talked about before, it's both. You need both. That's awesome. Okay. This is, I've really kept you now a little too long, but so this is where I ask you to give some information, but now we want to know where to get the book, where to contact you if they want to work with you privately. And then if there's a separate place for inner game Academy, you're up. Everything is available through my website, aliciakramer.com. The book is also on Amazon, um, but you can, you can access the book on the website as well. Mm -hmm. Inner game Academy is also available through the website. Go to the website. You will find everything you need right there. AliciaKramer.com. It's so awesome. I thought you were going to give about half a dozen URLs, which makes it very confusing when I got to do the show notes. But <laughs> but AliciaKramer.com. Folks, you've just been uh, served up a, almost like a masterclass in, in how to achieve more. Alicia, thank you so much. I have such respect for what you do, and uh, it's I'm honored to call you a friend as well. Well, you know, I love Jim. Thank you so much for having me on again. You got it. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview and slightly extended interview with my special guest, Elisa Kramer. I highly recommend you connect with her, get a copy of her awesome new book and learn from her. Uh, go to aliciakramer.com, aliciakramer.com. You can connect with me at getjimpalmer.com if this is the only place we're currently connected. And if you're interested in joining me in about 27 other smart entrepreneurs in the Dream Business Mastermind, you can go to dreambizcoaching.com dreambizcoaching.com. You can get digital copies of my six books at Amazon, which would be Kindle. Barnes and Noble would be Nook Books. And they're also in the iBook store, part of my legacy building program. But that's it until this time next week. Another fantastic interview. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. You take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. <laughs> See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.